So I was, uh, I grew up in the southernmost part of India in a state called Kerala in a small town. And uh, uh, in my childhood, I always wanted to become a journalist. So that introduced me to the world of newspapers from the age of five, six. And later, towards seventh, my, when my seventh and eighth standard, I started getting into, uh, I got, got, got to know about the internet and the email. And I was so excited about that, started building websites. And by uh, grade 10, I created my first internet portal. Now, uh, having born in a middle class parents whose uh, aspirations for their child was to go to an engineering and have a normal job, I re realized that, okay, probably I wanted to do something on the internet space because I got so excited. And, uh, but my parents were uh, not really supporting, supportive of that uh, for obvious reasons. And at the age of 17, I ran away from my home uh, to a place called Trivandrum. It's a capital city of Kerala, 300 kilometers away from my place. And I landed in the city with uh, just one rupee in my hand. And uh, I realized that, okay, now I had to survive. Probably I need a shelter. And I, uh, initially, I slept in the railway stations for the first few weeks. And then I found a temple where they used to give a free, full-fledged meal as a part of their uh, offering to the devotees uh, uh, and also to, for the dinner. And I realized that I can also sleep in that place. So I uh, continued to sleep in that place for the next two to three years while building an internet platform called IndiaFirst.net in 2001. I got the support of three of my friends who were going to, who were uh, doing their engineering. So they used to support me uh, occasionally. And uh, uh, while I started building uh, IndiaFirst.net, uh, that's when the mobile penetration was uh, happening. We have got uh, $10 mobile phones launched by Reliance. And I started working towards value-added services on SMS while still in the temple. And uh, one of the journalists got, uh, you know, he got uh, ex uh, interest. He, he found it very curious about you know, how he is building like a startup by sleeping out of the temple. And uh, uh, he actually uh, published a story about, story about me on the newspaper called The Hindu. That led to the attention of a media group called Asianet, uh, which is a South India's one of the largest uh, TV network. So the CEO finally got in touch with me uh, to a uh, through the journalist and asked me to present like uh, the pitch to them uh, on a pitch to them and they uh, finally decided to do an investment in the company so that's that's my first break after that four years uh, four years and uh, while I moved to uh, Asianet uh, they gave me like a interesting problem to solve they have like 1 million cable subscribers and they asked, like, can you build a mobile payment service for our customers? Because we have a TV channel network, we have a broadband network. And that was my first brush towards financial services and launched a mobile payment platform called NextPay, which didn't succeed. And uh, that's when, uh, after two years, I moved out. Because the thing of once you become an entrepreneur, the bug always uh, is there with you to do something. So I moved out, again, without any savings at that point of time and started a platform called CashNext to solve for the financial inclusion uh, challenges. And this is the time when I met with uh, uh, my co-founder, Mabel. She was trying to do a biometric payment platform called Touch2Pay. And uh, she happens to read about my story, which was published on New York Times. And then I told her, OK, we have the same vision. Why don't we actually join hands? 
So uh, we both moved to Bangalore, which is a Silicon uh, Valley of India. And we came to the city without, again, like the same way I didn't have any savings. She also didn't have any savings. We didn't, again, had a place to sleep. So we figured out ways in which, like, you know, how we can actually survive each day. We took a service apartment, almost lived on a $1 a day for the next six months. And uh, we, all, we started actually pitching our ideas to investors. Uh, finally, around after six to eight months, we launched the product. We ran into a lot of regulatory challenges in the India market. And this later got acquired by Latin American company. And post acquisition, uh, launched a NFC issuance platform called Nativity. Now, this is we built that product based on the market research reports which we had, saying that okay, NFC is going to be big, and there is a need for a trusted service manager uh, between the telcos and the banks. And that was the initial idea. We had a 70-member team, and eight months later, we realized that probably, like you know, there is only less than. 0.05% of the phones which have like NFC capability and the idea you're actually working is not really suited for them. We tried to pivot and I had to shut down that venture. Now that this time when I was like thinking about myself like, you know, you don't have a formal education. Uh, now you have to take up a job. Who will give you a job? Uh, so because I was always the impression that, okay, if you really need to play or get into any corporate that you need to have like a college degree and here leave alone the college degree was just like have a basic school education. So I started writing to the CEOs of other companies on LinkedIn and at that point the CEO of uh, uh, Ashish Kashyap who was leading the NASPERS operations in India, they were sitting up a payment gateway. So he looked at like okay you have actually built something on the payment space, you know inside out of it and my pitch to him was like as an entrepreneur I had actually tried everything right from the you know, writing, creating NDAs to legal things, to doing partnerships, to products. And uh, uh, he told, like, come and join me. And that's how I joined as part of uh, PayU, part of the initial three-member team heading products for them. And uh, uh, later, PayU went on to become one of the largest payment processor in the country. And after a few years at PayU, then I moved to another corporate called OnMobile Global. And uh, after that, I really decided that, okay, now again, I wanted to do something on the entrepreneurial space launched a Stripe-like payment gateway called Zwitch uh, in India. Now, uh, again, like the angel investor who actually committed the funds for this, uh, he backed out at the last moment. By the time we had like a 10, 15-member team. And while the product was really good and we were getting a lot of uh, startups using the platform, the challenge was like, you know, we were not really, we, we, we were finding it difficult to survive to the extent that we introduced a subscription and we will ask like each of these team members who want to have the, uh, the bills coming today for your loans or your EMIs, like the subscription money comes to you first basically. That's how actually we survived. And that's the time when I met with uh, Amrish uh, who is currently the CEO of Pine Labs and he was running uh, Citrus Payments along with uh, Jidain. And uh, while we are talking about uh, my business idea and I was talking about how I'm actually struggling to raise my funds, he told like, come on board, uh, join Citrus Payments, and I know you will always wanted to become an entrepreneur, but give your two years to Citrus, and uh, you know, uh, definitely whenever you are going to start your next venture, I'll be the first to take a bet on you. I, I moved to Citrus, helped them launch a new vertical, grew them up, grew, grew them up uh, and later this got acquired by PayU for 100 million, and I was back in PayU. And uh, by around 2017, uh, 
uh, one day Amrish came to me and asked me, Anish, what are you doing right now? I told like I'm currently uh, contemplating few ideas, but I'm still with Payu. Uh, by the time Amrish was the CEO of Payu post acquisition by Citrus, and he told me like, remember that what I told you two years back, uh, if you have to start something, I should be the first one to write a check to you. And I told him about the idea of how I wanted to solve for the business banking challenges of SMEs. And uh, both Amrish and his co-founder, uh, Jiden, wrote the first check. And that's how I started a, a platform called Open, which helps small businesses to automate their uh, finances. And uh, uh, last May, we uh, raised our Series D round and uh, uh, become the 100th unicorn in India. But now, when I look back the last 20 years of journey, the few things which I always look, uh, look forward was, uh, what I actually uh, realized is that during the first 10 years of my period, there was actually nothing for me to build. For example, there was days like when you actually look at like, how do you actually survive the next day? But one thing I realized is that one thing leads to another. You started doing something, you have your uh, failures, and even the failures are the stepping stones of your uh, stepping stones that actually help you move forward. Uh, so it's very important to be like, you know, uh, if you're passionate about your dream or your idea, then automatically it will actually lead to another. Secondly, for many of us who wanted to be entrepreneurs, their biggest failure is that what if I fail? But one thing I realized is that, okay, if you, once you become an entrepreneur, it's more valuable than the uh, education, uh, uh, the qualification, the experience that you get, because when I looked at PayU, what they saw in me was, okay, hey, this guy has experience in multiple domains. So you always have, a, as an entrepreneur, you always have a safety net. Even if you fail, there would be companies which would be ready to hire you probably at a 3x salary than a normal person. So that's the biggest safety net out there. Third, it's very important to have people along with you in this journey. Like Mabel, who joined me as a co-founder in Cash Next, we, she was my co-founder in my, all the other four startups as well. And after two startups, I got married to her. Uh, and we also have two other co-founders. But more, more about, apart from the co-founders, the initial 2025 member people, they're the ones who would always be there with me in my previous startups and the company. So it's also very important to take along the people. And I feel like you know, these are the few things which I wanted to actually share with the audience over here. Thank you.